so we have a Slack chat that has um, people list their daily goals. So in the morning, here's the stuff I want to accomplish today. And then throughout the day, they tick it off with a little Slack emoji and it's fun. But it's a cool way to see what other people are working towards. And one person's daily goal was to figure out something and write down their 2017 goals. And because they shared that in public, somebody said, hey, I, w- I want to do that too. Can we do that together? And the next thing you know, there's 20 people sitting around a table each sharing some of their 2017 goals, what they're looking forward to, what some of the things they're worried about getting stuck on. And now you've got 20 people who have each other's backs in accomplishing those goals as we kick off the new year. That's so much radder than just setting a resolution and tweeting about it or writing a blog post about it, right? You actually have some relationships who who will back you up. And so what do those two things have in common? Your right club and the daily goals. It's people intentionally coming together to do a thing that they would have otherwise done alone. Guess what, Bernie? That's called fucking co-working. I don't care where you do it. You don't have to go to a co-working space to do co-working. So what if what if step one here is just legitimizing these activities as as a as co-working as the verb that it is? And I think there's some folks that run co-working spaces that'll that'll the, the hair on the back of their neck will prick up because they're scared that people won't come to their co-working space to co-work. And to me, that just says you need to be doing a better job of your with your co-working space to make it an experience where it's worth coming to. But the reality is, is you don't need a co-working space to co-work. So if you think you need a co-working space to co-work, if you're out there going, I really want to start co-working, but I can't afford a co-working space, so there isn't one near me. That is the, those two excuses. I'm going to take them off the table right now. Find Two people, two people, one, one would be good, two people would be amazing, and set a time and a date to go to a cafe, or hell, you could go to each other's living rooms, dining room tables, I really don't care where you go, but pick a place to go together, pick a thing you were already going to do, a, you know, a, a block of writing in, in the morning, a, a goal setting, whatever, and make, the, make your objective to sit down and do that thing you were going to do alone, but do it together, do it out in the open, and do it so that the, the, there's now two people who have one person's back. Each of those one person, each one, this is going to be hard to say, each one person in that group of three, two people have their back. That's two against one. Your odds of succeeding are already better because two people have your back. I think if everyone that listens to this, if everyone is freelancing or even aspiring to freelance in 2017 does that, and and that's if you don't have a co-working space. If you do have a co-working space, grab two strangers and do the same damn thing. What about events? Because the effort of getting people together for an event, I'm not always sure it's worth it but the effort of going to an event or doing a little group of people is i find more reward with 10 people in laptops around a table whether that's you know in a hotel motel or holiday inn yeah. and i do all the effort of getting people together for an event well here's the thing it's all effort right you don't get anything if you don't put a little bit of work into it but i think the the notion of an event has become laden with lots of expectations right so i'm hosting an event what does that mean all this you say event now i need a venue crap now i'm looking at event venues do i need a sponsor i don't know but people think they need a sponsor are there speakers like people turn events into such a production and yeah they're exhausting and most of the, the most of those events a lot of the work that goes into them right there's no incentive for the organizer it's the same thing i was talking about before people that start co-working spaces but don't intend to work in them boggles my mind because the the odds of you getting a return out of a co-working space that is proportional to the effort you put into it goes way 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 down when part of that return is not the things that everybody gets out 
the co-working space. Like you just set yourself up to, to struggle to make the effort worth it. But let's bring this back to events. What's wrong with a group of 10 people coming together around a coffee table and working for a while and then breaking into conversation? Like, why is that not an event? Why are we? Why, why is that suddenly diminished to something else just because other people, you know, do big, you know, Facebook ad promotions and sponsors and, you know, fireworks at the end? I'm, just, I'm exaggerating, but you get my point, right? Before you get big with an event, because you've seen all these other big events and you think that's what a successful event must be, take stock of why your 10-person event was awesome. Whatever format it takes, whoever comes, try to understand why those people come back week after week, month after month. What is worth it to them? And as you get bigger and as you get more involved, as you want to attract more people, do not lose sight of what was good about it when it was small. Take that and hold on to it. Like write it down. Put it on a post-it note. Stick it to your laptop screen, wherever. Like keep it visible because it's so easy to forget why it was good when it was small. And it's not about keeping it the same. It's about understanding what makes it good and then as you get bigger, adapting so that the goodness doesn't go away. I would assert, sir, that people think they can only do a big event and there's, there's, some, there's some kind of, I wanted to say there's some kind of ego in there of like, we're doing a big event and doing little things is just, oh, it's delicious. If you've never done it before, though, you assume that it's, it's only better when it's bigger. That's what she said. Um, I, 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 yeah, I've gone I, – I, I know I've gone on a, a bit of a, a, a rant. Whatever your situation is, I'm going to assume it's the top of the year. There's something you want to do this year, and, and maybe it's a big goal. You know, It's a, a big thing that you want to make happen. That's great. I'm not going to tell you not to do that, but what I am going to tell you to do is look for the small thing that you can do way sooner, the thing that will take you one step in that direction. The thing that, And it's not for like validation. or like Validation is just another egocentric approach, right? Because it's I want the world to tell me that my idea is right, which sets you up to be wrong in the first place. Put something out there where you interact with other people and you get a taste of what it really feels like. Because other, otherwise, you just spend all, all day long in your imagination imagining what it's going to feel like, which, A, is likely to set you up for disappointment should you ever get there. Because even if you do a great job, the odds of it feeling exactly the way you wanted it to feel are, are, are slim to none. But you also end up stuck fantasizing, which is more likely to keep you from doing it all in the first place. So, so rather than fantasize about all the ways it can be, all the things it could be, and then saying, like, I don't have the – I don't know how to do that, you just did that to yourself. Start small. Like, what's the thing you can do right now with the people and the resources that you already have? Set a barrier, set a barrier to entry that your odds of winning are in your favor. The world does not award you points for taking the hard route. We, we need to have a takeaway, man. I haven't given you a takeaway yet. There are there are takeaways in there, but I'm so I'm so excited now. I can't put my finger on it. Look, so I'm sort here, here, of abdicating responsibility to you. Okay, so here's the here's the deal. I, I and this is this is my own personal. This is a personal theme. This is an indie hall theme, and I want to share it with you, and I want to share it with the with the listeners and and the other communities out there. Is for me, 2016. I took my eyes off the prize, and so one of the things that we've been talking about uh, as a community here at Indie Hall is sort of recommitting to a handful of things. What are we? Re it's not that we're committing to something new; it's that we're going back to basics and we're recommitting to something we were always committed to. And one of those things is getting together. It sounds so easy. It sounds so so easy. And yet when you're busy, like I was last year and like we were, and when the world is spinning around you and there's so much to do, it's very easy to forget to do the easy thing that makes a whole lot of sense and the easy thing that makes everything else even better. 
And the easiest thing I can think of that makes everything in my life better is getting together. So for me, that's organizing some dinner meetups. We're doing some potluck dinners here at Indy Hall. I'm going to have more friends over to dinner at my house. For you and for the listeners, maybe it's organizing a group of people to get together and do something that you already do. That could be that could be like you said your your writing group. That could be getting together to read comic books. Get together once a month to listen to a new album that came out because you're someone who likes discovering new music and, and really you know thinking about that new music. Get together to taste wine or beer or get together to share your goals for 2017 or your goals for the next 30 days if you want to turn it into a monthly thing. Just get together and don't make it a big production because it doesn't need to be.